0: A radio show that confesses Christ.
1: Without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes Scripture seriously.
2: Without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to...
0: Table Talk Radio. When we look at ourselves and the situation of the world, uh, God is certainly there, but He's hidden there. He's not seen there. He's not. He, he hasn't put Himself there to be found. Where He puts Himself to be found is on the cross. That's where we know that he loves us. So we can just as well undo God's love for us as we can go back in time and pry the nails out of Jesus' hands.
2: We can just proclaim God's word, trust it will do what it says it will do, and no longer be be judging the effectiveness of the, of the preached word by human standards of measurement, by, by the number of people that are there, but, but rather to just do what God told us to do to preach the word and administer the sacraments.
0: Charles Finney could have possibly had the ugliest face of any theologian. (laughs) (laughs) Except
2: for Brian (laughs) Wolfmuller. Hey, welcome to this edition of Table Talk Radio. I'm Evan Gigline and here with everyone's favorite co-host of a Lutheran theological game show, Pastor Brian Wolfmuller.
0: Hey, whatever happened to you calling me the theological bull rider? I don't think I
2: ever called you the theological bull rider. Rock, you you rock. called yourself the theological bull rider a lot. All right,
0: yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, whatever happened to me calling myself the theological bull rider? I totally forgot about that.
2: You know, some some things actually do get old, contrary to popular <laughs> opinion.
0: We're trying to fight that uh, thought here on Table Talk Radio. Yeah,
2: no, nothing ever gets old. Nothing like, like <laughs> just the, keep telling yourself that. Like the sound bites on that theme music, they never get old. They, right, they like, can, like the games we play just for excuses, <laughs> they never get old. The joke saying that something's your favorite or the points aren't worth anything. Nope, nope. Those those never are Never gets old. Yeah, forever. Never gets old. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, uh, talk about today's show, uh, Table Talk Radio. Uh, we are responding to our listeners in the first segment of the program. You can send us an email uh, by sending an email to questions at tabletalkradio.org or it's calling our, our Table Talk Radio hotline at 866 851 5523. So we respond to our listeners first. And then in the second and third segments, we'll be playing Which Ladder on Table Talk Radio. I don't know that we've played Which Ladder in a little bit. So, uh, in case- I don't either.
0: Although on our Facebook page, which is. Facebook. I don't know what is this group ID three four nine two two et cetera et cetera. On our face- Facebook Facebook page, about? there's a l- little discussion here that's um that's favorite quotations, and one of them was one one th- something you said about the ladder uh, just recently. You said we don't climb up the ladder. In fact, we're pinned down under the ladder, and it's choking us. So uh, <laughs> so you made it onto the favorite uh, favorite quotations here. Yeah,
2: that's my only one. However, unfortunately, yeah, you have one other one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should use Goal that. Despair. Maybe I should use that for the sound bite in the in the opening.
0: What? Your your favorite quote about being crushed by the ladder? I thought it was pretty good except for if people don't know what which ladder is, that quotation will make no sense at all. That's but
2: true. Well, we're going to we're going to explain how which ladder sense. works later in this program, because we're going to be playing it, segments two and three. And also, we're going to be, pl- I am excited for this, we're going to play Name That Church Body uh, by their website game. <laughs> or I just I just shortened it up by saying Name That Church Body. Uh, but this is where we go to different churches' websites and read like their statement of beliefs or things on their website, and the other person has to guess uh, what church body it is from. So, uh,
0: nice. Ought to be a good show. So stay tuned this time ought to be although don't set your expectations remember uh no expectations no (laughs) disappointment (laughs) is that one of our liners yet it should be okay put put it on the list put it on the list (laughs) no expectations no disappointment table you're listening to table talk radio there it is i just did it right now even while we record the show i'm recording liners oh man two two birds
2: with one stone Okay, well, you can contact us uh, in response to any of our shows or any of the topics. Or if you have a question that you want us to address, uh, we, we're happy to do that on the air. And you can do that a couple of ways by giving us, giving us a call and leaving a message on our voicemail system. And the number for that is 866-851-5523. Or you can send us an email, and the address is questions at org. And here is uh, a, a message that we, reg- we received this week. And... Uh, and wanted to share it with you on the show. Here it is.
3: Table Talk Radio is a great show. I'm an ELCA pastor, just coming back from my annual synod gathering, and it is good to hear confessional Lutheran pastors and seminarians uh, talking about the important things and important issues, uh, uh, which is much different than what I've
4: just heard. Uh, So keep up the good work. God bless you. Bye-bye.
2: That by the good way day. is a good use of Table Talk Radio to to listen to it on your way
0: to and from synodical conferences. Synodical <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> oh boy. The the thing about synodical conferences, they're normally lighthearted, easygoing, this sort of thing. So, uh, you know, it's um uh it, it fits with Table Talk Radio, doesn't it? That's oh yeah. Yeah, they usually get up oh, and play really? games up there on the on the right? They <laughs> That's right. They
2: they that's play right. they, play, <laughs> they <laughs> play Name That Church Resolution. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine playing Name That theolo- name uh, Name That Heresy at the church body? That you could do that. I, I, I don't wonder if we should do some live joining of some synodical comp, and we could play Name That Heresy with these, with these things. I, about I think that? that they should play Name That District. So they read
2: a resolution, and they have to guess which district submitted it.
0: <laughs> oh brother! <laughs> Talk about making bad worse. <laughs> We're experts at that. Table Talk Radio, <laughs> making boring things even more boringer. <laughs> hey, you know what never did by the way? Thanks for that call. That's fantastic to hear all. I don't know how many ELCa pastor listeners we have. Uh, but welcome to the welcome to the fun. Uh, glad to have you along. Fantastic. Um maybe we should do and, a uh, an ELCa listener roll call. Yeah. We, I think we just did. <laughs> How many listeners do we have? Seven. So that means, I mean, I don't know the percentage of the ELCA yeah. listeners that we have. But uh, that, that's uh, that's fantastic. And yes, we do hear that people listen to Table Talk Radio while they're driving around. So you can subscribe on the podcast and then uh, and then listen while you uh, head down the road, um, trying not to swerve off the off the road, uh, laughing at Evan and this sort of stuff. But uh, <laughs>
2: That would be 14%, by the way. 14.2% of our listenership uh, are of the ELCA. Nice. I like this math. Church you learned that in
0: church growth class. <laughs> That's right.
2: Okay, I know. I'm, I forgot to do buzzwords, and I'm excited because you said I have an easy one,
0: so let's go. Oh, it. yeah. Uh, my, my buzzword for you is the word gospel. Can you believe we've never done gospel as a buzzword? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of miserable. Uh, but gospel means good news, and it's specifically the good news of Jesus shedding his blood for our sins. And so we can define the gospel pretty precisely as this. The gospel is the promise of the forgiveness of sins, one for us, for the sake of Christ's death on the cross. So, uh, I mean, one of the important things to remember is that the, um, the gospel is a promise. So we always want to remember that. So that is your buzzword, gospel. Gospel. I hope I can get that in. Uh, I do too. Shame, <laughs>
2: shame on me if I don't. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Exactly. Well, my th- my theological buzzword for you is uh, Benedictus, uh, which is uh. Latin meaning blessed. And this uh, in the in the, uh, in the in the liturgy of Matins, um, we sing. Um, and it's the song of Zechariah which found found in Luke 1 after as Zechariah um after the uh, the prophecy or excuse me after John John the Baptist is born uh Zechariah has this uh has this saying so blessed is the Lord God of Israel for he has visited and accompanied the redemption of his people so that that is the benedictus
0: nice All right.
2: Alright, so buzzwords aside. Do you have any other uh, listener uh,
0: response, or is that it? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, no, I had an email here uh, from uh, Frank in Las Vegas. Let me pull this thing up here. He said, uh, Dear Pastor, beginning of a recent Table Talk radio program, you mentioned that there were ten parts of the Book of Concord. This is probably when we were playing Book of Concord B. One to three, the creeds, four, uh, apology, five, wait, four, Augsburg Confession, five, apology, six, large, catechism, seven, small, eight, small, called, nine, formula, epitome, and ten, Uh, Formula Solid Declaration. I should have. There are ten, but I should have numbered them. Thus, Uh, Small Called is number eight. The Treatise on the Power and Primacy of the Pope is number nine. And in the Formula of Concord, both the Epitome and the Solid Declaration stand as one document, the final document. So there's ten, but the Treatise on the Power and Primacy of the Pope should be included uh, in that. So. So, so there you go. So
2: just as there's different numbering systems for the Ten Commandments, are there different numbering systems for the Book of Concord? <laughs> no, not really. I
0: just messed up. Oh, okay. okay wait, wait. I I'm willing I've, to admit it. I mean, yeah. I think I've made, I've made one other mistake on this show one time. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. I also have a what? note here from, our, from the page on our Table Talk Radio uh, fa- fame, fan page on uh, Facebook. Uh, this is from Lebanon. Here in Lebanon, I don't know how many Lebanese listeners, probably about as many as uh, ELCA listeners. Wonder, 14.07%. I wonder how many ELCA pastors we have listening in Lebanon. Yeah, that's zero for sure. That's here's, Here in Lebanon, you don't see many bumper stickers, uh, Elizabeth writes, Elizabeth from Lebanon. Mostly window decals of favorite saints, usually Lebanese saints, or favorite politicians, usually dead. Uh, but I did actually see a theological bumper sticker re- recently. It said, my higher power is Jesus. Now, this is a little bumper sticker theology here uh, from Lebanon. What do you make of this? My higher power is Jesus.
2: Ooh. Um, yeah, th- I mean, that that sounds like kind of a, a mystical source. So this my power source. Uh, uh, the thing that, that gets me, um, I don't know, fired up or charged up for the day is Jesus. Um, but that's not the way that, that the Scriptures give us Jesus. The Scriptures give us Jesus as... Um, the the power to defeat sin, death, and the devil by dying on the cross.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so so that we remember we had uh, this whole mysticism thing is that Jesus is just like the big nuclear power plant that you got to plug your soul into, you know, get right. all burning, yeah. fired up, and everything. This is the same kind of deal. My higher power is Jesus. Uh, same same sort of idea. You got to plug yourself into this higher power, and then you get all charged up. Well, you don't need you know, that sort of mysticism to get all charged up. You just need. Table now <laughs> that's works right.
2: For me. And we'll uh, continue to discover that thesis in the upcoming segments where we play Witch Ladder. Don't go away.
0: Hey, this song is bouncy.
2: I like
1: it. Everyone's favorite critical event. Table Talk Radio will be right back.
2: We're digging into Pastor's personal music library to for the bumper music for today. Table Talk Radio. We're playing "Which Ladder." Thanks to
0: the Table Talk Radio Quartet for
5: singing that
2: <laughs> for us. Hey, if you would like to play the games with us, you can give us a call at 866-851-5523. Oh, yeah. Listen to or guess participation. Or, uh, I, guess you, or you, I guess you can email me, evan at tabletalkerradio.com. But you really need to call in 866-851-5523. I right, get so us... lonely
0: sitting there by the phone <laughs> waiting for people to call. That's all right. Well, give us the rules to which ladder, Pastor? Uh, okay. Uh, this is from this fantastic book by... Uh, Kaberly, Adolf Kaberly. he wrote a book about the ways that men well he wrote a book really about justification and sanctification but he wrote about the three ladders that men invent for themselves to to clamor into heaven and uh, and he uh, talks about these three ladders under the categories of moralism, uh, mysticism, and rationalism the ladder of the will, the ladder of the mind, and the ladder of the emotions, or the heart. So uh, a man invents these ladders uh, with which he can clamor into heaven, and uh, but they're all wrong. So, But what, the way this game works is Evan has some clips or some quotations or something like this. I hope you do, because I don't have any. And we listen <laughs> to them or read them and examine them and ask ourselves, which ladder is this particular teacher having us climb? Is it the ladder of our mind, understanding? Uh, is it the ladder of our will, being good enough to please God? Or is it the ladder of our emotions, having some sort of uh experience of the presence of God the direct presence of God so that's the way the game works that's that's how the fun is on Table Talk Radio so all right
2: that's right and so here we are playing Table Talk uh, uh Table Talk Radio's uh which ladder and it appears that we have a caller caller are you there
0: I am oh who who's this this is Ben I believe I'm listener number 14 and I'm calling from Michigan Oh, well, that's great! Hey, look at ben, that! I didn't know we have a caller. How do you do this?
2: Great! We, we, we had I don't. It's, it's, I gave off the number. Someone called in. What, what do you expect? <laughs> All right. Oh. So Ben, do oh. do you know the rules then? To uh, to which ladder?
0: I
5: believe I do.
2: Okay, so uh, Pastor Wolfman, I'll just let you be the judge then to see if Ben's getting these right or wrong.
0: Oh wow! We have a guest contestant. <laughs> I didn't even know. This is so exciting. <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, here uh, then, Ben, is your first entry uh, for which Ladder.
3: Hello, dear friends. It's nice to speak with you again and to share some Torah thoughts at this very special occasion. We're just a few weeks after the very extraordinary holiday of Shavuos when we celebrated God giving and the Jews receiving the Torah at Sinai through the enormous revelation that took place that was historically unprecedented and will never happen again, at which time the Jewish people took the Torah on behalf of the entire world. And it's interesting to note that though the Torah generally is directed towards the life of a Jew with its 613 commandments, 248 positive commandments, and 365 prohibitions, It also contains universal laws called the laws of the sons of Noah which relate to every single human being in the world. And the Jewish way of life, the Jewish religion, is unique in the fact that one does not have to be Jewish in order to be able to merit going to heaven in the afterlife and meriting all blessings of God. If you are born a Jew, you must be a Jew. There is a... Difficult process that a person may go through in order to become a Jew. It's called conversion, naturalization. It's not easy, but it's available. However, it's impossible for a Jew to reject his Jewishness. If you were born of a Jewish mother, you are a Jew and have the obligation to live like a Jew. However, if you are not Jewish, you are able to achieve goodness, kindness, and a place in the world to come and are referred to as the kind, compassionate ones of the nations of the world by fulfilling the seven no-height laws, the laws of morality and decency and justice and belief in God and kindness to all human beings, non-cruelty to animals, and so forth.
2: All right, that's Rabbi non-cruelty Shalom
3: <laughs> all right, I ben. didn't know
2: about any of this
0: stuff. <laughs> the no law? I was taking all sorts of
2: notes. Have, have you been you know, being mean to little kittens, uh, and now, now you're in terror because you can't achieve the afterlife? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> Kittens are more mean to me. I'm oh. worried about my cats <laughs>
0: in the afterlife. Oh.
2: All right, Ben, so you have this quote before you, and you have the moral ladder, which is the ladder of the will, the intellectual ladder, the ladder of the mind, or the mystical ladder, ladder of emotions. Which do you think uh, Rabbi Sholom Lipskar is, is climbing there? Shalom,
0: Lipscar. Is that really his name? <laughs> yes, Lipscar. Would you let our Sorry. hey?
2: We have a, we have a Sorry. guest caller. Sorry, I here. keep
0: forgetting we have a caller playing. This is the weirdest thing for me. I... <laughs> Live radio, having your dream come true, finally. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ben, uh, what do you think here? It sounds like a moral ladder with all the things that you need to do to reach up to God.
2: All right, Pastor, what do you think? Is that correct? I think that's right. Ben wins. 200 points.
0: All right, 200 points. Wait, he has
2: more points than either of us.
0: I know. What's this? Is We didn't think this out right.
2: <laughs> uh, well, there you have it. Uh, so apparently that even if you're not born a Jew, you can obtain heaven. Uh, but if you're born a Jew, then you have no choice
0: in the matter. Who would have thought? <laughs> I know that you know. We talked about the difficult process of conversion. You know why? You know what that involves. Do <laughs> you want to educate some of the listeners? <laughs> <It's> circumcision. <laughs> That's why uh, there's much more women converts to Judaism than male. Is there really? I'm makes sure. sense. <laughs> uh, it makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does doesn't it?
2: <laughs> All right. Well, we have a uh, maybe get this clip and then Ben, you can guess the the uh, ladder on the other side. But here is the next clip.
4: Hello, my name is Michael Logee and I'm the author of the Canadian best-selling book Law of Attraction. Since 1996 I've been teaching and studying the Law of Attraction and I've taught hundreds of thousands of people how to apply the Law of Attraction deliberately to their lives so they can attract more of what they want and less of what they don't want. And out of the hundreds of thousands of people that I've taught, you can imagine I get lots of questions. So today, the question that I'm answering is How can I change my vibration when I know that I'm sending a negative vibration? I call that your reset button. Just like any reset button, you'd want to reset something. My hunch is there's an area in your life that you'd like to reset. Is it your financial vibrations? Is it relationships? Is it clients and customers? Is it service at restaurants? If you're getting something in your life that you don't like, it's because of the vibration that you're sending. I can teach you how to reset your vibration by simply resetting your thoughts, by simply resetting your words. You see, every time you use the word don't, not, a "no," in that very moment, you just gave attention, energy, and focus to that which you didn't want. And the obedient law of attraction doesn't know whether you want it or don't want it, or whether it's good or bad for you, it's obediently unfolding and orchestrating to bring you more of what you said you didn't want. If you're getting a negative result, it's because of your negative vibration. If you have a negative vibration, it's because of your negative thought. If you have a negative thought, it's because you're using the words "don't," "not," and "no." So to change your results, we want to change the word. So here's your homework between now and the rest of your life: it's to eliminate and reduce the use of <laughs> the words "don't," "not," and "no." That kind know. of due date is and every really. Every time you check yourself using them, simply say, "So what do I want?" Because when you go from what you don't want to what you do want, the words change. And when the words change, the vibration changes. Remember, law of attraction is constantly responding to your vibration. So if you're getting it, you vibrated it. So if you like what you're getting, celebrate it. And in the celebration, you'll attract more of it. If you don't like what you're getting, you can reset that area by resetting your vibration, by asking yourself the question, so what do I want? Every time you hear yourself saying the words don't not or no
2: okay Ben uh, we'll let you ponder on that through this break and then uh, you have to give us your answer for whether uh, which ladder that was that was climbing there we'll be right back more table talk radio and which ladder right after this don't go away
1: <laughs>
0: Genesis Bill Collins?
1: Table Talk Radio. Well, we think we're funny. And now it's time for Table Talk Extras.
2: Today with Pastor Brian Mosben, Dean of Students at Concordia Theological Seminary
5: in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Teacher, don't you care that we are drowning? The disciples are in a boat, and the wind and the waves are increasing, and they are quick to point out Jesus' sin. They accuse Jesus of not caring. Jesus responds to the accusation of the disciples. Why are you so fearful? How is it you have no faith? Those are not words of comfort, but words which are spoken to convict the disciples of their sin. The fault lies not with Jesus, but with the disciples who do not have faith. Faith is trust in the Lord, in his promise. The temptation is to doubt his promise. When the disciples feel the wind and see the waves, they doubt the promise of the Lord. But what promise of the Lord do they have in which they do not trust? Jesus said to the disciples, Let us cross over to the other side. When the Lord says you are going to the other side, you are going to the other side. With the promise of the Lord, they have no need to fear, even if the wind and waves take them to their death. He is the one who will get them to the other side, even if he has to raise them from the dead to make good his promise. The Lord has given you a promise. Your sins have been forgiven. It is not a promise he has to make good, for you already made good on that promise when he won forgiveness for you when he died on the cross and rose again. He delivers that gift of forgiveness to you in holy baptism, holy absolution, holy communion, and the preaching of the gospel. There he speaks to you his gospel promise to comfort you. I baptize you. I forgive you all your sins. Take and eat, take and drink my body given for you, my blood shed for you for forgiveness of sins. Faith trusts the promise of the Lord, and in thanksgiving responds with an astounding, Amen, it shall be so, if received.
1: This has been a production of Table Talk Radio. For more information, visit tabletalkradio.org.
0: That We bump out with Phil Collins and in with Miley Cyrus. I don't think that was Phil Collins. Sorry to break oh. it to you. I don't yeah, know how to look it up. Right. Well, who, no, no one can accuse us of not being relevant. That's all I
2: care about. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. All right, Ben is on the line. He's been holding for a while, and he is the contestant, um, which you can be also by calling 866-851-5523. But you we're playing which Ladder, and uh, Ben, you just heard the, the author there of Law of Attraction. Um, so what ladder do you think is being climbed here?
0: Well, over the break I checked, and all I have is a belly button. I don't have a reset button. <laughs> I, so I think this this is the ladder of rationalism. Where the rationalism. rationalism. This uh-huh. is a tricky one, I think. Talk it out a little bit, Ben. I want to know why you think rationalism, because you're probably well, right. If you only know this method and way of reaching up and having this good life, then, then it will be there for us. I th- you know what I think that uh, that Gnosticism, which what we call commonly called Gnosticism, uh, namely that there's this secret knowledge that you can get access to the divine energy and all of this, that Gnosticism is this strange combination of both rationalism and mysticism, and I think that that's to me that's what this guy's talking about this uh, super secret way to uh, you know get better service at the restaurant by not never saying the word no. Um, Although what did he say if you're if you're getting what you want, you gotta keep saying yes well, that's what you know everyone um out there listening to table talk radio they're saying. <laughs> No. No.
2: <laughs> we're we're very uh we, we have a terrible effect on people who's trying to practice this because they keep <laughs> screaming no at the radio.
0: Stop <laughs> the negative energy. <laughs> When's it gonna end? Now I think so I think rationalism is right and uh, but I think emotionalism, mysticism would also have been right. I think it's a kind of combination of the two. So I'm gonna give Ben the caller Ben. Uh, mystical caller Ben points for that, <laughs> 200 more points
2: Alright, you're up to 400 and there's one more Ben, are you ready? I am
6: okay. God bless you today It's always All a right. joy to have you here and, you know, Sometimes you may wonder, especially if you're visiting why are y'all so loud? Why do you sing so long? Why do y'all shout? You know what? Praise precedes the victory As you were giving God <laughs> praise today You know what? Your praise is just sending out your faith that's allowing God to just arrange things in your favor. I love that song that we were singing. Well, they're all good, but I like that one that says, I know who I am. Because if you're going to live in victory, you've got to know that you are a child of the Most High God. You are supposed to live a victorious life, an abundant life. You're not supposed to live under your circumstances. You're supposed to rise above your circumstances. You're supposed no. to reign in life, even like a, the Scripture says, as a king. So I just encourage you today that, what? you know... I was talking about a little earlier how, you know, during the week it's easy to have things that try to pull us down and maybe somebody offended you or you went through a disappointment or you made a mistake and you're kind of mad at yourself. But you've got to let every day be a new beginning. You've got to just receive God's mercy for today and say, God, I'm not going to live this day dragging the negative things from yesterday. I'm starting afresh and anew. I'm forgiving the people that hurt me. I'm letting go of every disappointment. I'm not going to dwell on who did me wrong or what didn't work out. God, I'm just believing today is the day you have made, and I'm going to live this in faith and expectancy. I'm starting afresh and anew. Expectancy. I really believe you've got to do that at the first of every day. You just got to get your vision back, get your focus back, get your thoughts going in the right direction, because the enemy will try to keep you down and discouraged. Oh, yeah, but the hurricane, the economy, he'll give you a thousand reasons to live your life negative and defeat it. But you've got to shake that off and say, no, I'm not going there. I know the joy of the Lord is my strength. I know God's got me in the palm of his hand. I know he holds victory in store for the upright. I say, is that this a probably Bible every verse? week, But you wouldn't be alive if God didn't have before. greater victories in front of you. You have not seen your greatest victories yet. You have not seen your best days. They are still out in front of How you. How long is this sermon? You know what? You've got to do your part. 30 more you've seconds. got to stir it up on the inside. You've got to get it on the inside. You've got to see it through your eyes of faith before it's going to come to pass on the outside. Poor old Ben's going to fall today. asleep at the wheel. You know, God can do what men can't do. It may look impossible wake up, ben, wake to you, up. It's but it's not impossible finished. with God. Jesus put it so simple. If you believe, all things are possible. I believe I'm looking at believers and not doubters today. You know God can do supernatural things.
2: All right. <laughs> All right, Ben, uh, you have some ladders to choose from. What do you think on this one?
0: Well, there's a hint of moralism with all the things that
3: you need to do, but the emphasis seems to be on this mystical getting your mind in the right mindset. That way you can receive the blessings of God.
0: Oh, Pastor, what do you think of that? I think that's right. I think there's all three ladders here. The most effective cult this is from uh this is from the book How to Start a Cult. I haven't written it yet, but, <laughs> uh the one what, what if you're starting a cult, what you wanna make sure you do is you mix all three ladders up together and so I think uh Ben is exactly right. You got a little moralism in there and then you got mysticism, a little emotionalism and rationalism in there also. You just gotta say this stuff. In fact, Joel Osteen, what was the guy before Joel came on? Um uh, I don't have it in front of me, but again, changing guy, your affections. What, what did he? Law of attraction. Of, law of attraction. Joel Osteen is like the spiritual laws of attraction. You think it, you know, you believe it, and it happens. This is the word faith thing. Faith is a mystical substance that makes things come to pass. What a bunch of rubbish. Anyways, Ben's right, he, and he gets four. He, I'm going to give Ben uh, two hundred points for getting the answer right, and then I'm going to give him a bonus one thousand points for putting up with that whole. Clip. So, there you <laughs> go. Wow. So, Ben, you had 1,600 points. That See, and dear listener, if you call in and play along, look at how many points you could get. I can't believe it.
2: <laughs> all right, Ben, we'll I'm let you go. Have to
0: go on your website and purchase yep. a bag to carry them all in.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can
0: upgrade <laughs> a our, bag for your points.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nice. We have it, too, I on like our merchandise it. shop there at tabletalkradio.org. <laughs> all right, Ben, <laughs> we'll let you go. Thanks for calling in and, and playing Table Talk Radio's Witch Ladder. Oh, thank you. Have a good one. All right, that's a good. That's a good round then of of uh, which ladder there. Now it's time to play. Name that church body. Oh yeah, that's right. So do you have some ready? or do You want me to go first? You 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 better go first because <laughs> you have to do some quick uh, preparation
0: first. Y- yep, that's right. Don't worry. All What's right, coming?
2: I've got a, a whole list of things from this particular church's website. Uh, here's one: uh, blankety blank. Um, believe. That is that, that there is one God, that all humanity is one family, and that there is a fundamental unity underlying religion. They recognize that be, that the becoming of blankety-blank has opened the age for the establishment of world peace. When, as anticipated in the sacred scriptures of the past, all humanity will achieve its spiritual and social maturity and live as one united family in a just global society.
6: What? What
5: is that?
2: Oh,
0: yeah. All right. That's a weirdo thing. (laughs) A voice (laughs) in my head keeps telling me that you've dialed an invalid number, by the way.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. Is that... Thank you. Yeah, I, I thought pretty. you were referring to the
0: thing that I said. <laughs> no, no. no,
2: no.
4: no, no.
0: <laughs> the trouble with having a live guest, I was yeah. hearing the feedback. <laughs> um, that uh the entrance of so and so, world peace, and all this. Uh, what in the? I don't have any idea.
2: Hmm. Oh. Well, you have two I more. You have more from this? Yeah, all you have right. two more. Keep... And I, wow. I have a whole list of these. Uh, I'll just read off a few, and you can pick uh, which one you want. All right. Um what are some basic teachings of this? What does this believe about God? Uh what is the purpose of this of this religion? Um how does God reveal himself to humanity? What is the purpose of
0: life? Uh heaven and hell or what happens when I die?
3: Um
0: let's try you know let's try what happens when I die. You can normally sort out someone's eschatology, so let's try that one first. Okay? Here it is. After its separation
2: from the physical body, the soul enters into a spiritual realm of existence in which it draws ever closer to God. Its purpose depends on the preparation it made in this earthly plane in response to the teaching of God's messengers. (laughs) <laughs> Does that sort of so, the okay, eschatology so you, for you
0: yeah so you have this so the the soul escapes the body sort of thing and then the skull the soul now draws closer to god you this could be any number of things it's any sort of kind this is a so this is a gnosticism kind of a dualism the body's bad so there's no mention of the resurrection uh making this non-christian um whatever it is now th- this this I I mean, this would purport with kind of a classic Gnosticism. It also purports with what I know of Mormonism as well. Uh, But this one-world peace kind of thing, uh, I don't know about that either. So let's keep going. Let's try what we believe about God. Uh, Okay. God is the ultimate
2: reality, creator of the universe, whose nature is unknowable and inaccessible to humankind. Uh, there's such, some more Gnosticism. Such designations as God, Allah, Yahweh, all refer to the one divine being. We learn about God through his messengers who teach and guide humanity.
0: His messengers. <laughs> so the messenger talk is big in both Islam and uh, and also Mormonism, but this idea that God is unknowable. So I wonder who the messengers are going to be. Uh, but this idea of Allah and this sort of thing is leading me towards some uh, some kind of kooky fringe sort of thing. So it's kind of towards Mormonism, but maybe like, um, like it's some sort of Unitarianism or Universalism or even kind of, uh, there's a, I haven't heard anything specific to Scient- Scientology stuff, but something like that. I don't know. we got to keep going with this one. Okay, I'm going to well, get a few more.
2: Yeah, all right. That's fine. I'll give you a few more. Uh, well, let's take a break first because I'm getting exhausted. Um, so <laughs> let's take a break, and then we'll continue playing Name That Church Body by the document found on their website. Uh, everyone's favorite uh, church naming game on Tabletalk Radio. We'll be right back. If you're,
0: if you're getting tired, imagine how our listeners. Let's find a church.
6: In
3: one word.
6: A and a a chapel, a city
1: here we sit we can do no other <laughs> table talk radio <laughs>
2: Welcome back to Table Talker Radio. We are playing Name That Church Body, and uh, this is where we find uh, some confessions or statement of beliefs on on churches' websites, and then read them and, and have to determine which one it is. Try and guess which one it is. Uh, Pastor has had some pretty kooky clues so far, and uh, he's trying to figure this out. I
0: gave you three, but I want to give you more. Yeah, um, I need more. I mean, this is this is a far out sort of thing. Uh, what you found. That's in your normal looking through the internet, you find all this <laughs> craziness. Uh, so what,
2: what? Okay, I I read some of the So so far
0: here. we have the eschatology, which says that uh, the 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 soul leaves the body and draws closer to God. We had the idea that all the names for God, Allah, uh, the the Lord, etc., are all the same sort of thing. Um, what else did we have? Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, so we had some Gnosticism, we had, uh, so so there's, certainly there's a strong Gnostic influence, a strong dualistic influence, there's also a non-doctrinal influence, kind of all roads lead to heaven sort of thing. So I, the things I've thrown out there are uh, Mormonism, Scientology, and Unitarianism, uh universalist church but i i but i just cannot pin it down i even kind of boarded up on scientology but didn't say anything so you have some more things to read what were the options again
2: okay i have um uh what is the purpose of this religion um how does god reveal himself to humanity the purpose of life and uh heaven and hell
0: I'm going to guess they don't believe in hell. I'm going to guess the purpose of life is to kind of re- is to reach some sort of point of enlightenment. The point of religion is going to be the same. So what was the... F- uh, How
2: does God reveal himself to humanity? Yes, yes,
0: that's the one. That's the one I want. How okay. does
2: God reveal himself? Throughout history, God has revealed himself through a succession of divine messengers whose teachings, moral, spiritual, and social, have renewed man's relationship to God and provided the basis for the advancement of human society. Among them have been Abraham, Krishna... Uh, Moses, Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, and some others that we give it away, um, and <laughs> as well as other teachers whose names have not been, uh, whose names have been lost or obscured over time. This succession reflects God's plan for educating humanity, which will continue
0: indefinitely. Oh man, look, I th- so uh, if, if this kind of language would be Mormonism, except for I mean, sorry, uh, Islam. Uh, except for the talk, the, the Islam wouldn't talk about Krishna. They talk about a thousand prophets, but none of the, the Buddha or whatever. This kind of uh, you, this has to be either universalism or Scientology. But I'm going to say this is a well. All right, look. If there was prophets, I'm I'm taking your your silence as a clue here. If there was specific prophets that would give them away, it's got to be something like Scient. I'm going to say Scientology. Oh no, I'm afraid
2: you're wrong. The correct answer is Baha. Oh shit. Or Bahai, or Baha'i 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 who yeah. even oh, oh, so the, the, the one that I couldn't name was Baha'u'llah. Allah <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there you go I I hardly know anything about this Baha'i but apparently they hardly know anything about anything anyways so it doesn't really necessarily matter so Baha'i you always see them listed as a major world religion but what is there like 2,000 Baha'i out
2: there um, let's see I just what? pulled this up hold on I have it um there's estimated 5 to 6 million Baha'i around the world in more than 200 countries.
0: So there you go. Hmm. There you go, 5 million, these guys that don't believe anything. What a weird sort of thing. What what kind of holy book do they have? Everything? (laughs) Um, It's like universalism if you're born in the East. (laughs) <laughs> it's like uh if you're a yuppie and you believe this stuff you go to the universalist church if you if you're in the inner city or somewhere in the uh kind of eastern hemisphere you go to the baha'i place so okay
2: here we go does baha'i have a holy book the most holy book of the baha'i faith is the oh my goodness i can't pronounce these things <laughs> Kitta e Quadas, the book of laws written by baha Allah al-Bādā. Uh, it is part of a large body of scripture authored by him. So I guess apparently uh, it has about 100 volumes.
0: Um, what? Yeah, But many other writings. Uh, no, way, no No wonder they're not universal because universalists wouldn't want to read that much stuff.
2: <laughs> but it says uh, many other uh, writings in the Baha um, – are also recognized, for example, the Bible, the Quran, uh, and, and other religious texts as well. God, so. See, that's the
0: strangest sort of thing. I mean, you put the Bible and the Quran next to each other in the on the shelf, and they start duking it out. You know, I mean, they start punching each other in the gut. They don't agree with each other, and you have them both as a holy book. That's just it's just weird. You know, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, eh. especially,
2: I mean, you, you, okay, so you have the you have the Quran, uh, which says that. That uh, you, you you must submit and o- obey Allah. Then you have the gospel, which says in the Bible that has uh, Christ coming down to save humanity. Just two completely contradictory mindsets. And so, right, that's right. Know, and I get five hundred points for my buzzword.
0: <laughs> oh, <that's> nice. <laughs> gospel. What an the, e- the easiest buzzword <laughs> in the world. Oh well, Ben's got sixteen hundred points. There's no way you're going to catch
2: him. <laughs> Okay. Well, do you have one for me? Do you want? Do, right. do you mind? No, or?
0: no. Give me another one. I, I, I was looking at this website, but I can't find anything good. And so I started to pay attention to your quotes, and I gave up the, <laughs> the track. So. Okay. Well, I'm so gonna, you better give me another one.
2: Uh, okay. Here he goes. Long ago, and immediately after our first parents were placed on this earth, the Creator provided sacred ceremonies for them because they had a mist uh, brought over their minds that clouded their memories.
3: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where do you
2: find this kooky stuff? The purposes of these ceremonies were (laughs) and still are to assist two legends, also known as human beings, to re-remember their godly ancestry and to encourage following the promptings of their hearts. The great spirits (laughs) direct communication uh, today. (laughs) Okay, so there's a list of these ceremonies. I want to give you three of them. Are you ready? All right. Here's the first one the sacrament or called the eucharist two important purposes for this ceremony are one to rediscover one's innate goodness and two to <laughs> assist are
0: you kidding me no <laughs> what in the world the lord's supper is to help rediscover your innate goodness holy smokes that's like saying that glasses are to make sure you can't see. It's like saying your shoes are there to make sure you can't walk. It's like saying, it's like saying a boat is there so that you sink to the bottom of the ocean. It's like saying a rocket is there so you can uh, so you can change your socks. That's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Or a table it's like saying radio a place. chair is there so you can stand in your head. Or like, it's like so saying <laughs> food is there to, to 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 make the house dirty. It's like saying a sink is 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 there to uh, to to make sure the the uh, the horse gets washed. It's, it is a... <laughs> Uh, or like saying it's like table saying salt water points. is there to, to give you something to drink. It's it's like saying okay, a, a, a okay, map is we get there it. to make sure you get lost. <laughs> that is the that is the. I've never heard something as absurd as that after a year and a half of this show, and I've heard a lot of absurd things. The sacrament is there to show us our innate goodness. That is the that is just miserable.
2: Is it like saying that table talk radio points are there to uh, show value and and worth? Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Okay, that's like saying a bank exists to hold (laughs) table talk radio points. (laughs) Okay, that's the first purpose. The second purpose in the sacrament called the Eucharist is assist in the forgiveness
0: process for
2: oneself.
4: Oh, my goodness. (laughs)
0: Well, that's kind of a – isn't that a weird sort of thing? So you've got to, your innate goodness, and so you've got to forgive yourself, probably, of the sin of thinking that you're a sinner. Now, wait a minute. Oh, I'm forgiving man. myself for thinking that I'm a sinner. That's like trying – it's like when I was a kid. I was just convinced if I could get strong enough, I could lift myself off of the ground. I could grab a hold of my feet and lift my – and I could fly. You know, I could lift my brother who was the uh. same weight. Why can't I lift myself? <laughs> oh my! Goodness. All right,
2: you ready for the second of these ceremonies? No. There, there's a total of All ten. Right, give it to me. There's a total of ten, but what? I'm just giving you three. the right. The ninth of these ten are
0: uh, is Jesus says, "Given for you for the forgiveness of sins." And what it, what he really meant to say is, "Given for you because you don't need to be forgiven." Uh, yeah. Whoa. Sorry. How miserable! All right, second one. I'm ready now. The marriage blanket
2: honors the open commitment for. <sighs> Uh, of two or more people to serve the human family what? unit.
0: <laughs> what kind of? What are you looking at? The marriage blanket. So this is the second of ten sacraments, and this is the marriage blanket to serve the union of two or more people. Yeah, to serve Whoa. the human family
2: unit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's a polygamy here.
2: Uh huh. Okay. I you're... don't know where this would be legal. Are you ready for the... going? Are you ready for the last yeah, one? Yeah. This one might be yeah. a little bit more. Revealing. Okay. The sacred... uh, Sorry. I'm trying to keep myself from laughing. Okay. The sacred prayer pipe, (laughs) two important... (laughs) I'm not kidding. (laughs) The important purposes of this ceremony are, one, remind the participants to honor and respect the power of prayer, and two, to activate the law of synergy to assist all participants (laughs) to achieving each person's heartfelt desires.
0: What is... (laughs) This <laughs> kookball nonsense. Okay, you've got 20 like seconds to Jim, guess here. It's like Jim Jones or something. Uh, I, I, I've i got no idea. Don't know the kookiest the- thing I know is Scientology. This what is, is the Oklahoma Native American Church. Uh, <laughs> I should have known. <laughs>
2: oh, All right, man. that's it for us. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio.
0: where the points are like puffing your prayer pipe. <laughs>
1: You've been listening to Tabletalk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the host and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like to answer your questions concerning theology, the scriptures, or anything else. Send your questions to question at tabletalkradio.org or leave us a voicemail message, 866-851-5523. Be sure to check out our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.
2: Thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio. Don't forget to check out our website, tabletalkradio.org.